Happy Saturday, everyone. I have to apologize for last week because um, I um, my internet just um, went out. <laughs> And I was doing, I was in the middle of a reading and it completely just disconnected. Uh, it just disconnected. So I really apologize to everyone for, um, for the interruption of the, uh, of the reading. Um, so I look forward to doing a lot more readings today. And hopefully today the uh, internet will not, um, will not go out <laughs> as it did and disrupt. So this morning when I did my meditation, I, uh, oh, first of all, I wanted to say that I released a video on, um, on a flu or cold soup, tofu bean sprout soup for healing. I released that video this morning. So if you didn't get a chance to watch it, watch it. This is a soup that my mother often made when we had the flu or cold. Hello, Melanie. This is a soup that we, uh, my mother often made when we had the cold or flu. And I eat it a lot among other soups uh, when I have the flu or cold. Hello, Melanie. Hello, Celine. Good morning. So before we get started with the live readings, um, what I decided to do was just to do readings for people that come on live um, because, you know, the list is getting a little wacky. So whoever comes on live, then I'll do the live readings. But I wanted to do a question. I posed a question for the I Ching or um, for the Tao oracles, which is really based on the I Ching about what message do you want to, what do you want us to know today, the Tao oracles? And so so I want to give you that message, but let's first start with like a 30 second um, centering um, prayer meditation just for 30 seconds to really center ourselves, okay? Let's all be very thankful this for this moment of the power of now that we are able to join together through technology to exchange and support each other. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Now set your intention for today. What intention do you have so that you could move through today with more flow and ease? Maybe it's more patience. Maybe it's more forgiveness. Maybe it's just staying more present with the now. Set that intention for yourself. And keep breathing. Okay, and when you're ready, come back to the room. Okay, thank you, everyone. Hello, Mahid. Hello, Melanie. Hi, Rush Winder. Hello, 
Sachi. Okay, so when I did my meditation this morning, I asked the Tao oracles, what message do you want us to all know today? And it was energy number 40, deliverance, deliverance. And what this energy and this message is about is a deliverance of, of that new chapter, deliverance of what we might be ready for, deliverance of a goal or, or, or an intention, right? And so what they're saying is, is often, sometimes we have to go through the storm, the storm before we get that deliverance and how we react to that storm is going to determine how we're going to get that deliverance. And so oftentimes, you know, when that energy is really pent up, you know, when you have a storm, all of that energy is being gathered, that gathered. It's like, and the storm, the lightning and the thunderstorm and the rain is like this, it's like this um, release of this energy that's been pent up, that's been pent up. And so that's what, 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 what is a lot of times is happening before you're able to deliver. Now, after you see that storm, you see a lot of debris. There's been some damage that's been done, right? There's been, you see, you know, lots of trees that are broken, branches on the ground. You know, you might have, you know, electricity that went out. You know, there's consequences to that storm. And so what it is, what they want you to know is that they want you to be really mindful at that time of sifting through that, that debris. So the debris here is really about thoughts, your thoughts, emotions. What are the thoughts that you're having? What are the belief systems that you're having that do not serve that deliverance, that do not serve that deliverance? They want you to take um, and assess what those thoughts are, what those beliefs are, what those patterns are, what the emotional state is. And they want you to re-examine re that make a list of that, make an inventory of that and sift through that debris. And, you know, as we sift through the debris from a storm, you know, we get rid of the dead branches, the dead leaves, you know, we get rid of things that do not serve, right? So that's what they want you to do. They want you to get an inventory of those things that do not serve you and let it go. And so this is about the deliverance of what we're going to manifest this year, be mindful of your thoughts, of your emotions, of your belief systems, and the patterns of that. Because if you want the deliverance of that manifestation, you have to clear out uh, those thoughts, beliefs, and feelings that do not serve you. Okay, so great. So now um, let's go into the um, Oracle reading. So let me know if you have... Um, Oh, Melanie. Okay, Melanie, you want to you want to read and can you do a reading for me? Melanie says, I am dealing with a family member with substance abuse, and it's hurting me to see them like this. Wow. Yes, I can only imagine how hurtful that could be, right? You, it's like you want to do something right. And you have not you don't know what to do. And you feel your hands are tied. Okay, so let's do a reading. Let's ask the I Ching oracles. I'm already shuffling about a message for you. Do you have Melanie about the family situation, substance abuse? Show us that. 
What is the message you would like to deliver to Melanie? Okay. Energy number 24, returning, Melanie, returning. That popped out. It says, your journey leads you out and home again in a two-way flow of creation to revitalize and restore. Traveling companions walk alongside you for a while, but if meant to be there, they will never steer you off your path, especially with an overreaching direction and purpose to guide you. What is beginning to germinate? How can you follow your sense of direction more closely? What might the path lead now? Returning. Okay. So your journey leads you out and home again in a two-way flow of creation. Traveling companion walk aside you for a while, but. Okay. So traveling companion walk aside you, but. (laughs) But. So what they're saying to you, and this is a wisdom that they want to send you so that it could help you to, you know, really figure out how to best handle the situation. So in a sense, this family member is a traveling companion for you. Why? Because it's a traveling companion for your soul's journey and expansion. It's a traveling companion for you to learn lessons through this relationship for the expansion and growth of your eternal soul. You know, that's why we're here is to learn lessons. And we have people in our lives to teach us that lesson. And so the lesson here is, you know, you, you want to, the 24 is 24 is you want to always return to your truth, your, your soul's journey and path and seeing people around you, this family member going through that substance abuse is really uncomfortable for you, really uncomfortable for you. And so what it is, is here is the wisdom is this, is that, uh, even though while it's uncomfortable for you, what is this relationship teaching you that you could return to your return home to your soul is this journey really about him or is it about you the journey is really about you he is there to to show you things that you are uncomfortable about yourself and he is there to put a light on it That's why he or she is there. He or she is there to put a light on why this feels so uncomfortable, right? Why does this feel so uncomfortable? Is it because you love this person so much and you don't want to see this person hurt? Yes, of course, that's true. However, there's something even deeper going on here. There's much something even more deeper going on here. Why is it that we have to make it our business to feel that we have to control somebody else's journey because we have fear and we have uncomfortability? Because basically, your family member has his or her own journey. And the most compassionate way that we could deal with anybody 
is not really make it about us because we have fear. We have uncomfortability. That's why we want to control and manipulate. And we want to do something. We want to do something. Like we have this, we want to do something because we want to feel less fearful. We want to feel that we are in control. That's what this is really about. So what it is, is this, is that can you, can you allow him or her to go on her path? Now, if they need help, if they ask you for help or support, of course, you're going to be there for them. But it's never our responsibility to be emotionally responsible for their, what they're going through. That's what it is. That doesn't mean that we don't have absolute compassion and love. But it's not our responsibility to fix anybody's life. It's not our responsibility to that. So what they're saying is, is can you surrender and let this go and release? Let him or her be on her journey. If he or she asks for that help, you will always be there to support, to support this person. But it's not your job to take on that emotional pain and suffering that it's I'm responsible to fix him or her. That's not your job. That is never your job. And we want to make it our job. And every time we do that, all we're doing is all we're doing is blocking our own energy. We're not returning home to our soul. Because when you are able to release that responsibility and say, universe and God, I know that there's a bigger picture here. I don't know what it is, but you know what it is. And I'm going to surrender to you. You will see how all of that stuff works out in a way that is so beyond what you could imagine. But it's the fear. It's the fear that we want to control and manipulate. And when I say control and manipulate, I'm not saying with bad intention here. It's for good intention. I get that, Melanie. But you want to return home to your soul by releasing his or her journey, whatever that may be. And you will always be there to support if that person asks for it. But it's not your emotional responsibility to feel as you must do something. That's where you must surrender that to God and the universe. It's not your emotional responsibility to take on that pain. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I hope that has helped you. Much love and blessings to you, Melanie. I love you. Okay. Who else has? Hello, the heart. Hello, Winnie888. Hello, Heather K. Where do you live in India, ma'am? <laughs> I do not live in India. I live in the US. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, hello, Rohan. Right. Can you do? Okay. Raj Winder, Cower. Can you do a reading for me? Okay. Raj Winder, do you? have a general reading for this year. Okay, so let's do hello Claire. Okay, hello PJW. Hello Farhia. Hello these wise cards. <laughs> okay, let me do a reading for um Raj Winder. Oh my god, Raj Winder. Okay, okay. I've got the uh I've got these things flipped. Okay. Let me let me do a reading for Raj Winder. What message do you have? Rajwinder wants a general reading for this new year. What should I 
let go, what to focus on. Okay, so I'm going to ask, what should Rajwinda focus on this year? What message do you have? Okay. Okay. Energy number one, creative force. This is one of my favorite cards. Number one. It is number one. Energy number one. Why is this card so powerful and significant? I mean, every every card is powerful and significant because all energies have a purpose. But this this what it says here let me read what it says here pure creative spirit flows through people and events and inspiration wants to be realized and move towards manifestation welcome its momentum and find ways to work with this vital energy sustain a constant two-way flow between source and action be true to your initial intent and align your choices with this original version original vision to yield positive results. How can you liberate creative energy? What wants to be created? Okay. So this creative life force energy, what you can call the chi, prana, uh, ki, whatever you want to call it, it's a creative energy. And it's in the creation that everything in the universe exists, including you. You are made up of this creative energy because without this creative energy, nothing in this universe, including us, can exist. And that creative energy in the Hindu chakra system really happens in the sacral chakra. That's where creation happens. That's when things are born. And so they want you to tap into that creative energy that you have, that you uniquely have, because each one of us have a unique creativity that God has, the creator has bestowed upon us to be able to use it to serve this, this life. That's why we all have unique gifts and talents. They really want you to focus on what, it, what, are the, what is the creative energy that is unique to Raj Winder? What are the creative, what is it? And they want you to, they want you to tap into that. And they want you to, once you start to get a feeling of what that is, that creativity, and maybe you have a job already, and they want you to focus on how can you, maybe you have a job and there's a certain situation, or maybe you want to do a business. Whatever it is, is that you are going to apply that creative energy to this time-space reality, whether it's job, whether it's creating a business, whatever it is, whether it's solving a problem, whether it's a relationship, that all takes creativity to be able to, and they want you to do a two-way street of being able to know, to be able to apply that creative source to that physical time-space reality here. Because So that's what they say, two-way between the creativity and the physical world. And so they want you to know, they want you to get... um what creative uh, force do you, what, what urge comes up? What energy of creation, creativity comes up for you? They want you to really tap into that part of you. And what is unique to Raj Winder? Because that's, that's what it's about here. What is the unique to you that other people don't have? Because you, you're going to 
you're going to have a unique way of thinking, a unique way of approaching things, a unique way of coming up with new ideas, a unique way of being resourceful. That's going to be unique to you. And so they want you to take that and, and you feel it. You kind of intuitively just know that that's the source. You're going to tap into the source energy, the higher self, the God, the creation, the spirit. And you're going to say, ah, this feels right. And then you're going to apply that. So that's the message for you, Rajwinder. Creative force, which is a powerful, powerful thing because everything manifests out of creation out of this creative energy. Okay, so let me just pick up an I Ching Oracle card before I do uh, another reading. Okay, so who's next here? Okay, you're welcome, Melanie. That's a, I love that. They would be there. I love that. I love that, Melanie. The fact that you said, look, there's a treatment program and I would be by your side. I love that. And then you step aside. But you'll always be there. If they need you, you will always be there. Beautiful. Um, okay, PJW. Okay, so is PJW. Okay. So they, Rajwinda, they want you to focus on your creative energy. Okay, PJW. Moon, I would like a request a reading um, in respect to the heavenly courts. Okay. Okay, when you say heavenly courts, do you mean like... Uh, judgment from God or something. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to ask the question as it is here. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to figure this out because it's not about me. It's about spirit giving you messages it's about the oracles, the I Ching oracles giving you message. Okay. What message do you have for PJW about the heavenly courts? What message do you have for PJW about the heavenly courts? Please show us the energy. Okay, number 46, pushing, pushing upward. It says here, a vigorous active time involved the source of inspiration in your work. Seeing great people, whether in the flesh or with your inner vision, can charge you with energy to begin your ascent. That's funny. You mentioned heavenly courts ascent. Hard work lies ahead, but worry not. Set out towards warmth, light, and activity. In this, some is this something you can commit yourself to? Where might it take? Where might it take you? What is the next step? Okay. So they're saying the, uh, this is a vigorous, active time. Involve the source of inspiration in your work. So. So, 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 so source of inspiration is the source from spirit. You know, you, you're going to become, you're going to be this channeler, the channeler of inspiration that you're going to channel the inspiration into your work. And when you, and so, so we're, you're here to serve a higher purpose. You're here to serve the light. And how can you channel and, and 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 the more we the more we serve the light in the unique capacity that you're able to do it, the more you can make that ascent to heavenly courts, because it's about service. That's what it's really about. It's about uh, using our gifts 
and becoming the pencil for God so that we may uh, use that gift to serve others. And the money is just a byproduct of what we're doing so that we may truly make that ascent. That ascent is about our eternal being, the ascent of growth and uh, expansion of our soul. Our soul is making that ascent. It keeps going like this, right? So as we use the source and we tap into the source God of God and source of spirit, and we channel that and we apply that then to, to how we're going to uh, serve in this lifetime, whether we're a social worker, whether we're a teacher, whether we're an engineer, whether we're a doctor, whatever it is, that we're going to apply that because it's an inspiration from God and we're just the channelers, we're a pencil. That is where we make our ascent to the heavenly courts. So they want you to really see yourself as this vessel of, 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 of light. How can I become the greatest channeler of the work? That's why I always, I always, you know, before I come into these readings, I always say, dear God, spirit, eaching oracles, divine spirit, guides, angels, please allow me to become the uh, best um, channeler of your words, phrases, wisdoms, so that I may deliver them to the viewers for their highest and best good. I always see myself as that channeler, and they want you to see yourself as a channeler, channeler to serve so that you can make that ascent. Okay. So well, I hope that has been helpful to you. Um, so that was for PJW. Thank you for that question. Hi, Farhia. These wise cards. Hi, Moon. Have been loving your video. So nice. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad that my video has been helping. I released a uh, bean sprout soup this this morning video for flus and colds. And this is the, the, that's a soup that my mother made often when we had the flu or cold. You know, she made other soups, but that was one of them. And I love that soup. It's so simple to make. So try that recipe. Good morning, Sharon. I think Sharon, didn't you have a, a question for um for your uh? for 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 a family member or something i forget so if you ha have one let me know what it is and i'll do a reading for you okay these wise cards very wise advice i had the same struggle with my father oh okay yes often these messages are not just for one person they're for multiple people okay oh kamakshi kamakshi what a beautiful name a guidance card for you okay what message do you have for kamashki what message do you have okay energy number 56 traveling kamashki it says here to be the traveler means you are not at home here. You know you don't belong. Since you are only passing through, your creative involvement is limited. You cannot expect to change your surroundings, and nor should your surroundings change you. Be constant to your own way as you travel. 
What do you bring with you into each situation? What does this plat place ask of you? Where are you going? 56, traveling. Wow, I love this card, traveling. So Kamishki, what they're saying to you is, is that um, <clears throat> you are a traveling energy, which means that, you know, you know, you, you don't you don't necessarily stick to one way one situation one people and sometimes as you're traveling because you know there are, and and you like to maybe do things a different way or be different way right you might feel you're different you might feel that you're traveling you know and and the and then your surroundings don't necessarily support that way of doing things or that way of thinking or that way of being right and so what it is is this is that they're saying to you that's okay it's okay don't feel like you have to conform to that surrounding or environment because you are always traveling and it's okay to be traveling because traveling is part and parcel of our expansion and growth in order for us to expand and grow, we have to be traveling internally. We can't, you know, it can't always be, you know, we can't, I always say uh, uh, change is the only constant. And so they want you to know that it's okay that you're not, you're, you're not necessarily, you're not conforming to that environment. For somebody like you, it's okay because you're going to travel onto the next thing. Now, for some people, they kind of need more of that stability where they feel like they need to, you know, they need that groundingness to that situation. They need to be grounded to whatever is around them. There are some energies that need that more. And they're saying that it's okay if you feel like you're in a situation and that's not really, it's not really, it's not really you're aligned with your belief systems or stuff like that. They want you to take, take an inventory of what it is that you're supposed to learn in this situation and then travel again. Doesn't mean the situation is bad or good. It means that it's just that temporary situation. And it's okay that this situation does not align. This environment does not align with you because you're traveling. And so they want you to make peace with what is surrounding you at the moment, the power of now. What is surrounding you? What environment is you? Uh, are you here with? And be okay with that. And that the fact that you're unique, you are, you know, you you do things the way you do things. That you are this creative energy that has a unique way of seeing, believing, and doing. That's great. And, 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 and that traveling is okay, that people don't have to, uh, or situations don't always have to conform to you. And th that's okay. Because especially with an energy like you. So I hope that has helped you. Uh, Hamashki. Hamashki. Is that? <laughs> Good morning, Princess Wheat. Good morning. Oh, Texas. What a beautiful state that is. I know they've been having some floodings there. You're welcome, Rajwinder. You're welcome. Okay, Princess Wheat would love a reading. Okay, of course. You know, this is a, let's do a, 
I would love a read if you feel called to men. Thanks in advance, of course. Okay, Princess We, what uh, message? Eighteen oracles. What message do you have for Princess We? Oh my God! There's one that flew all the way under my desk. <laughs> let me, let me. That that popped out. Okay, let me see if they they will give me another card because I'm gonna have to go all the way underneath the desk to pick up that card. Okay, energy number twenty-five without entanglement here it says without entanglement it says here freedom from entanglement from what is not yours such as others problems or events that are not your responsibility brings extraordinary energy it liberates the natural and spontaneous creative flow and grounds you in present reality a good time to reevaluate plans dreams and goals from where you are right now what is real? What is genuinely your responsibility and what is not yours at all? Wow. What is genuinely your responsibility and what is not yours at all? And this is something that we all do. Many of us take on, feel that we have to take on the responsibility of others, you know? And, you know, whether, and it, it, it's like with Melanie, you know, she feels like she has to take this emotional responsibility for the family member who's going through the substance abuse. And so we're taking on undue emotional, mental, spiritual responsibilities of other people's paths and journeys that we shouldn't be. And I've done that. I know exactly the situation because I've done that with family members in my own in my own life. So I get it. And, and every time I've done that, every time we do this, things don't work out better. And all we do is create stress in ourselves and we create stress in the situation between us and other people. That's what we do. And we just create more stress and more resistant energy. And that doesn't help anybody. And it doesn't help the situation. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help the other person. It doesn't help. You know, for example, I have an example of somebody one time told so to me. They go into work. And this is a common example of how we take on responsibility that we shouldn't be taking on mental, emotional, spiritual, especially mental, emotional. We go to work and we we get stressed because maybe we need, we're dependent on somebody else. We are dependent on other people to uh, deliver something to us so we could fit, we could do our work. And when they, the other people don't, other people might not be as motivated or they might, you know, be slacking off or whatever the reason is, we get really pissed off. And now there's some justice to why we get pissed off. There's some war, uh, warranty why, because we feel like we can't do our job because this person is not doing their job, right? And so then we take on this anger and frustration. Why this person not doing their job? Why this person? I can't do my job because blah, 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 blah. And what they're saying is don't do that. Say, okay, this person can't, this person is not doing their job. I'm going to do my job to whatever I can do and let that go. Oh, and if my boss comes and says, you know, why haven't you done this? is because I ask three times and I have evidence emails here that I have sent to this other person three times asking them nicely 
for that information and I didn't get it. So I couldn't do this. I could do this part, but I can't do this. That's that. That's what they're talking about. Do not entangle yourself with that other person's energy of maybe not being motivated, not being your, because when we get angry with other people like that, and we allow those people to bother us for whatever reason they bother us, we're entangling ourselves with that energy. And it's not helping the situation because let me tell you, that person is going to do what that person does. That's what's going to happen. And, and the universe will work itself out. If that person continues to do what they do, two things are going to happen. The boss is going to say something to, to them and they're going to change or they're going to be or they're going to be gone from that job. So the universe will take care of it. It's not our job to take care of it. It's not our job to entangle ourselves with other people's energy. It's our job to do our job. So that's why they said, what are you truly responsible for? What you're truly responsible for is this. This is it. This is all you're responsible for. That's it. You're responsible for your thoughts, your emotions, your behavior. How those are the three things that you're the only, that's only, uh, that's the only thing that you're responsible for. Let's not become responsible for other people and entangle our energy. If they can't do and deliver something, you say, okay, what is it that I can do and be productive? And you will see that stuff will work itself out in a beautiful way, in ways that you could not even imagine. So do not entangle yourself with other people's energy. That's what they're saying. Really understand what your responsibility is. You're responsible for your thoughts your emotions, and your behavior. And that's it. Okay. Beautiful question, Princess Wheat. And I love that name, Princess Wheat. I love it. It's beautiful. Okay. Heather K. Heather K. asks, says, uh, hi, Heather K. Okay. Where's Heather K's? I, th- I, saw, I think I saw Heather K's. Uh, wow. There's so many questions. Heather K. says, I feel tired and lost in every area these days. I also don't know what to focus on, what direction to go in. Oh, wow. Okay, now let me go pick up that uh, that I Ching Oracle card underneath because I want to make sure that I have the 64 uh, energies here before I pull a card for you, okay? So let me, let me get that. <laughs> two seconds, two seconds. Okay. Okay. Wow. I feel like this is the card for you. The card that I picked up, Princess Wheat, from under the table. I feel like this is the card for you. Number 43, deciding, deciding. It says here, asserting your identity and right to be heard is where your decision begins but declaring the truth is dangerous. It stirs up old ghosts, inner and outer. Yet better this than ignoring and ne- neglecting them. Focus with clear intention on what you're moving towards rather than what you're reacting against. What do you stand for? How do you define yourself? What belongs, what belongs in your realm? And where do you need to make a clean break? Wow. 
Wow, Heather Kay. This is really for you. You know, when I picked it up from under, I, I read your question and then I picked this up from under the desk. I intuitively said, this is the message that they want to give to Heather Kay. What it is, is this is the reason why you're, you're lost. The reason why you're tired is because you're lost. And the reason why you're lost is because you haven't come home to your truth, who Heather is. Who is Heather? Who is, what is the essence of Heather Kay? Who am I? Because oftentimes we, we get so lost in the white noise of society. We get lost in the white, the, what society says we should be, how we should be, how we should behave, how we should look, blah, 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 blah. We get so lost in the, or, or our family members saying things to us, the white noise of our family members, the white noise of our friends, the white noise of society, that we get lost as to who we really are. What is Heather Kay? Who is Heather Kay? What is your true identity? What is when, if you were to peel away all those Heather Kay, you're like this onion, right? And you have so many of these layers and the core of that onion is you. If you peeled away all of those layers of onions, who is Heather Kay? That is your essence. That is your soul essence. What is that about? What is that about? Who is that? And so you're lost in this identity because you've got all these layers, all these layers. They want you to peel away those layers bit by bit, peel it away. Who are you? What is the, what is the beauty of Heather Kay? Where's that light? Your light right now is hidden. It wants to shine. That core onion, there's a light. There's a strong light in that core of that onion that wants to burst out, that wants to shine. But all of these layers or preventing it from shining out. So once you understand that is, you have to decide, you have to decide who is Heather Kay. That decision that where you have this deep conviction that this is who I am, is now going to inform you in the direction that you should go. And you're not going to waver from it because that is you. That is what you decided because only Heather Kay knows who Heather Kay is. Nobody else can tell you who you are. Nobody. Your friends can't tell you. Your family members can't tell you. Society can't tell you. And so all of this white noise, white noise of society, you get lost. Your identity gets lost. And so peel away those layers, peel away all of those white noise. If you could, if you could uh, peel away all of that white noise, Think about who you really are and then decide, make that decision. And then from there, you can have, you can have more clarity in the direction that you're going. Okay, Heather Kay, I hope that has helped you. I send you so much love and blessings. I understand because I've had years where I felt tired and lost. So I totally understand. It took me so many years for me to be on my soul's journey and path. So I, I get it. And I have a lot of compassion for your journey. And I send you love and blessings. Hello, Zabribrite. Zabribrite. Wow, what a beautiful name. AMS, love hearing your message. Just started watching. Oh, wonderful, AMS. I'm glad you're here. 
Okay, dragon magic. Wow. I love the dragon energy. I, I use the dragon energy all the time to ask for protection. I would love a car, please. Okay, drag. And then I will do um, uh, a reading for Sharon after that. So, and I think that would, okay, so Beaching Oracles. I'm just going to ask, what message do you have for Dragon Magic? Beaching Oracles, what message would you like, do you have for Dragon Magic? I said Magic, maybe it's magic. So I'm so sorry, Dragon. <laughs> I just like Magic. It sounds more French. <laughs> uh, message. Oh my God, there's so many cards that came out. I can't do a reading. I can only do one. I only have time to do one card. I mean, you know, there's, you know, so let me, let me, but a bunch of cards came out. So they, they have a lot of messages for you, Dragon Magic, but I want to, I want to focus on one most important message. Okay. Energy number 60, measuring, measuring. It says here. Things need to be articulated to make them more manageable, easier to take in and work with. When such measures grow organically, they reflect the natural rhythms of life and allow a fuller participation in its flow. Progress is made in small increments. What limits apply here? What agreements are at work? Does everyone understand them and find them palatable do you okay so they want you to be measured there is a very beautiful energy when we are measured and when we say measured we mean that we are not trying to do everything we are not trying to be everything and trying to do everything we're limiting we're limiting ourselves we're focusing there is tremendous power when you measure and focus, you know, like when you measure like milk, you're measuring one cup for, let's say you have a baking recipe <clears throat> and you measure one cup of milk or, and one teaspoon of salt. And that recipe comes out beautifully. Why does it come out beautifully? That recipe, because of measuring you've measured and there is tremendous power in limiting and focusing and measuring. It's not about doing a million things. And sometimes if you just do one small thing, it makes a huge difference in the situation or in what you're manifesting. Because that small thing that you've measured can change the course, can change the energy of that bigger thing into something, it could alchemize it, it can transmute it. And so they want you to look at those details, the smaller things, because those, and I always say the devil's in the details. I always say you could have this grand idea, but if the execution isn't done well, then you don't have anything. All you have is a grand idea, but you could have a, 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 a an idea, maybe a, what you might call a mediocre idea. But if the execution, if in the measuring it's done well, now you've got something amazing. So they want you to be measure. They want you to uh, think in small, limit your focus, limit, limit your focus and say, this is where I'm going to focus more and small steps. 
It's not about taking big things, doing big things. You know, people have grandiose ideas. Oh, I want to do this. It's got to be focused. It's got to be focused like this, measured into small steps. And then you see what the progress is. And you say, ah, I'm going in the right direction. And sometimes the result might not be huge right, right away, but you'll see, you can measure the progress. And in measuring that, you'll know intuitively if this is the right direction bit by bit. So they want you to take things in small pieces, small bite-sized pieces and measure. Okay, so that's the message. All right, so Sharon, I'm on, as you know, I live in Central. Oh, you live in Central Canada? Yeah, that's right. And although I don't have children of my own, I'm wondering if I should move to the West Coast for my future children so they can have a different lifestyle and bringing them me where they are surrounded by more culture. Okay. So you want to move to Western Canada, like Vancouver or something. Vancouver is a beautiful area. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's ask the eaching oracles about moving to the West coast for your, for, to manifest future children. <laughs> I like that future. Cause you want to have children. What message do you have for Sharon for manifesting future children? What message do you have for Sharon for manifesting future children? Okay, energy number four, not knowing. It says here, to be ignorant is a creative, harmonious way to engage with your world. Don't go running after answers as if it is embarrassing not to know. Holding steadily to not knowing and hence to learning will bring good results. What don't you know? What if you didn't need to know all the answers now? How can you learn from experience? Okay, to be ignorant is creative, harmonious way to engage with the world. Okay, so you're trying to figure out, okay, should do I need to move to the West Coast? That's what you're, so that I could manifest my future children. That's the question, right? And that question is pretty specific. And what they're saying to you is that you don't need to, you don't, it's okay that you don't know right now. Why is it okay that you don't know? Because in order to know, you have to not know. The precursor to knowing, the precursor to clarity is not having clarity. It's always the two sides of the same coin, the yin and yang. The yin and yang is really two sides of the same coin. That's what it really is. So you're on this side now and you want to be get onto this side. But you have to be here in order to know this. Because if you're not here, you can't get here. It's the two sides of the same coin. It's the yin and yang. So right now you're in this yin stage of not knowing. Well, this is the stage where you want to be able to, what, what lessons do you need to learn now in this stage for you to be getting to this stage? to manifest that future children. What are, what are the lessons? What does the soul need to learn right now? So that you could, you could get to 
that future children. What you call future children. And the frustration of not having that future children will also prevent you from having that future children. If you're like, oh God, I'm frustrated that I don't have my own children now. What do I need to do? Do I need to make a move? Blah, 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 blah. What is it that I need to do? Maybe I need to move to the West Coast. That frustration energy is preventing you from having that future children. That, that frustration energy is ha- preventing you. So the thing is, this is they want you to be good with the not knowing. But while, while you're good with the not knowing, what lessons can you learn in this not knowing? What lessons, what lessons does your soul is yearning to learn? Is yearning to learn about children, about, you know, about yourself and about re- children and about relationships and having children. And all that. What are the great lessons that you can learn now in your own life for your soul's journey so that you could be guided to that clarity to see if you want to make a, a move to the West Coast? Because nobody, nobody can tell you to move to the West Coast, except you. That decision must come from you because if it doesn't come from you, it's not authentic. It's not, it's not genuine. So they want you to be, they want you to go be okay with this not knowing and learn a lot of things during this not knowing because once you start learning those things, you're going to have a little small revelations. Wow, 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 wow. And you'll see, You'll start to move slowly but surely into the knowing, slowly but surely into the knowing whether you should move to that West Coast. Because right now, when you don't know, you don't want to make that move. You want to make the move when you feel confident about making that move. And you will know. You will know when you feel confident. When you feel confident, you will know. Only Sharon will know that. So they want you to be good with the not knowing and learn lessons, learn things for your soul. Because once you start doing that, you will get to the knowing. Okay, Sharon, but very good question. And, and let's all send uh, blessings and uh, for Sharon's future children that she will manifest future children. Please guide Sharon with wisdoms, love, compassion, so that she may manifest her future children. Children are beautiful things and they teach us. They're our greatest teachers, I say. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because they're surrounded by more culture. You know, children could grow up anywhere and be happy. They could be happy. It's how you raise them and how that relationship of how you raise them and how you treat that, 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 that makes a big difference. Cause they could be, I understand what you're saying that maybe West Coast would have more culture, maybe more different types of people. But there, but it doesn't because if if the, let's say they're Asian um, children or whatever, they could perfectly be happy in any environment. It's about what you're projecting onto them. If you project that this is not a good place because there's not enough diversity, then that's what they're going to receive. But if you project onto them, let's say a town that you live in that doesn't have as much diversity, you so said this is a beautiful town. This is safe. It's quiet. My neighbors are, that's what they're going to feel. Your children are going to pick up on your energy. So what's most important is what you're projecting to your children. Because children could grow up anywhere and be okay. As long as they have the support of loving parents. That's what's most important. Okay. 
<clears throat> okay, bright eyes. Let okay, this is a final reading for bright eyes, and then uh, we're gonna close the live session. Okay, bright eyes. You would love a reading about health. Okay, bright eyes. I love that. I love that name. Bright eyes. Beautiful. And I love that uh that avatar, that icon that you chose. Bright heart. What message do you Whoa, a lot of cards came out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep shuffling so that uh I want to get one really important card for you. Oh wow, okay. I picked up I picked up this card and I just while well, intuitively number 40, release, release. It says here to release is to liberate, to solve problems, to untie knots. The first step is going back to your roots to reconnect with home and allies, especially if you have no clear destination. When you know where you're coming from, you can be more certain about where you're going, and then you can explore ways to reach it. If nothing could bind you, where would you go? Do you have to? Do you have to? Who says? Which path leads to where you want to be? Okay. I love this card, especially when it comes to health issues, because I always say that there are underlying root causes as to why we have our health issues, underlying root causes. And, and a lot of it is, and there's, you know, I always say there's a, there's really, there's really two things that really uh, determine our health. The one one is the energetic traumas that we're holding on to. And these traumas can be from our childhood. It can be from past lives. It could be inherited from our ancestors. And the other part of our health is our environment, the air that we breathe, the, the, the people, the relationships that we have, the food that we eat, all of those things, you know, the, that physical environment is also very, uh, so when we combine those two things, then, and we, we get to the root cause of those two things, then we can start to heal. And so what it is, is often what I've noticed in my own healing journey is I noticed that um, for me, it was a lot of traumas that I was the root cause of my own health things. And I have digestive, I take a lot of herbs for digestion. Um, you know, because, uh, I always say my digestion sort of issues, but, uh, is because of, uh, traumas, especially from my childhood traumas that I'm, I've had from past lives. I really feel like a lot of my digestive issues come from those traumas. And so what it is, is this, is that in order for us to start healing, because our body has an amazing way to know how to heal, think about our bodies. Our bodies are so incredibly smart and wise and infinitely intelligent. Right now, you're not telling your heart what to do. You're not telling your liver what to do. You're not telling your kidney what to do, but it's doing, right? That takes infinite intelligence. And so often when we have some kind of disease or ailment, it's because we don't have the right environment for our body to, 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 to thrive. 
we haven't given the right environment. And that right environment might be energetics, or it could be physical things, right? Those are the two things. And so what it is, is that the I Ching Oracle is, is that they want you to release, release is the word, release those things, whether it's energetic or whether it's physical, release those things, let it go that do not allow your body to thrive the natural order that it knows how to thrive, release those things, get to the, and then get to the root. So I've done some, I've done soul retrieval to, uh, to get to past traumas that I might be holding unconsciously that I might be holding on to, like past things that I might be holding on to, like past traumas to help me heal my body. Also, like I said, I eat a certain diet, obviously. I eat so it once you start releasing that those things that are not allowing your body to thrive, then your body will start to run. But that's getting to the root cause the root cause of why is it that I'm having this issue? And I have a meditation. I have several meditations. Uh, One meditation is about um, how to find asking your body for the root cause of why you have the ailment that you have. I have a meditation um, here. Let me, let me give you that, uh, that resource for you for this root cause Um, to help you figure out why why do I have this situation? I'm trying to let me let me find this uh, meditation and 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 give it to you so that you could uh, meditation. It's a meditation that root cause health health. Um, let me see. Okay, here. Let me let me let me find this thing. You know, I have so many meditations for finding clarity answers. Okay, there's one where you ask your body because your body infinitely knows what it needs. Here's a meditation where you're asking your body to give you information, to give you help. Here it is. Okay, so I just sent that to you. I just put in the link. Oh, Dragon Magic, I'm so glad that you like the meditations. So um, there's a meditation for you to ask your body because your body can tell you, your body is communicating with you because when we have allergic reactions, we have rash, your body is telling you something. We've got to be silent and listen to what our body is saying, okay? So use that meditation to find out, ask your body, have a relationship with your body. I always tell my body when I'm in the shower, I say, I love you body for keeping me healthy and vital. So I may fulfill my higher purpose. I always do that. Constantly communicate with your body because your body knows. Give your body the right environment to heal and thrive. Okay. All right. So let's go. Okay. So I'll be back next week. Um, be, be, I'll be continuing to put out these videos and I'll be live again next week. And I will announce again. I never know exactly which day I'm going to go live because each week it changes. So Let's all gather together. Thank you so much for your beautiful questions. I learn as much from you as I hope that the I Ching oracles are delivering for you. I am just a channel. So let's do a closing prayer. Dear God, angels, spirit guides, ascended masters, divine creator. Thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful 
platform so that we may open this platform so the eaching oracles can come in divinely to send these messages for our viewers for the highest and best good i ask you to please 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 provide send beautiful light energy compassion love support and allow every viewer to have prosperity and health money career businesses relationships children whatever it is allow them show them guide them light a Please put a light on their path to their highest and best good. Allow them to peel away all of the layers of onions that they are holding onto that, that do not serve them and show them and guide them and support them and protect them throughout their journey. I am so deeply grateful for the eaching oracles that come here every week, every day to help me in my life and to help uh, the the world and the humanity with your wisdom and messages. So thank you so much, Eaching Oracles. And thank you for allowing me to channel your wisdoms, your sentences, your messages. I thank the viewers for their beautiful energy, for their beautiful questions, for their wonderful, wonderful desire to make a change in their life, desire to grow and expand their eternal soul. I'm so deeply grateful to be connected with such people who want to make an inner change, who want to shift the energetic vibrational frequencies, who want to make a difference in the world by making a difference in their life. But that that change begins with each and every one of us. So thank you again for the opportunity and the privilege to do these live sessions every week. And thank you for your continued support, your continued guidance, your continued protection, most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. And so it is. I'll see you next week again. Much love and blessings to all of you. Deeply love all of you. Bye.